Hello, beautiful tribe. This podcast is sponsored by Uvita. Thousands of years ago, before modern medicine proved scientific evidence for mind and body connection, the sages of India developed Ayurveda, which continues to be one of the most sophisticated, powerful mind and body health systems up to date. And I can begin to tell you, tribe, that it's about putting the power back in your hands. And the company that's helping you do that is Uvita. I've been on Uvita for a couple months now so that I can have a healthy gut and be able to clear my gut and be able to have the best digestive system that I can have. Because healing your gut allows the body to build a stronger immune system and produce the right kind of bacteria that tells your brain that it's okay to feel good. And as, as everyone knows, I'm the shaman who likes to stay lit and make sure the tribe is lit all day long. And so it's important for us to feel good in our bodies and it's important for us to live a very healthy life. Uvita is a company that is doing that. They are utilizing the knowledge and understanding of Ayurveda in their company, wild harvested and organically grown herbs that they synergistically create in an Ayurvedic way to be able to give you what you need for your body to sustain health, wellness, and vitality. Everything that they have in their company is based in integrity, ethically sourced from natives who practice sustainability. And I I can't begin to tell you how happy I am to share this with you and to have them be one of the sponsors for Ancient Wisdom Today podcast. Their products offer everything from immunity to healthy joints and to healthy mood and healthy digestion and a healthy body. What more can you ask for from a company that is bringing Ayurvedic understanding to the Western world in a way that is supporting us and lifting us and shifting us into the greater possibilities of who we are? So I welcome you to experience Uvita. You can eat even contact them by going to their website, which is www.uvita.com. And you make your first order, type in the word shaman, which is their code for the Ancient Wisdom Today podcast tribe. And you will get 35% off on your order for your first order of Uvita. But I'm telling you, the moment you start taking this product, you're going to see dramatic change in your body and the way you feel. And that is the best. And as the tribe knows, I'm all about putting the power back in your hands. So go ahead and check out Uvita and use my code SHAMAN. And until then, live healthy always and every day in your life. Love you. Human beings have been sharing stories for hundreds of thousands of years. And with those stories came the emotional, spiritual, and physical knowledge of the ancients. Shaman Durek is a third-generation shaman, an evolutionary innovator, and a women's empowerment leader. He's here to bring forth the ancient wisdom of our elders to help heal and bring happiness into our modern society. We're sharing ancient knowledge in modern times in order to put the power back in people's hands. Welcome to the tribe. Hello, beautiful tribe. It's an honor to be here, to share with you love, to embrace you, to nurture you, to inspire you, to see the greatness of who you are. Because there's this beautiful experience in life where, you know, when we're growing up as children and we are looking at the world or we take our first steps into school, you know, and we're on other kids and we're on other people and all we really want is to be noticed and seen and told that we're loved just the way we are. And I think that, you know, we all yearn for that. 
We all yearn for that, that experience of knowing that we, no matter what you do and no matter how you do it, that you, no one will ever see you other than from the eyes of love. And that's how I love you. I love you from that place, from that place where you are seen and loved no matter what. No matter how many mistakes you've made, no matter how many times you fall, no matter how many things you said out of character or acted out, you're still loved. Because the thing is, in this process of life that we are in and the way in which we are experiencing it here on earth, the greatest gift that we can ever give to each other is to be a breath of fresh air. A breath of fresh air means that we are operating from a place where we're not beating people up for making mistakes or for saying something out of character because they're in fear or they're in pain or they're hurt or they're holding on to something that is poisoning them from darkness. No matter what the situation may be, we always must come from a place of love. We must always come from this, this air nature. The air nature of your being is the ability to walk into a room and anything that's heavy, it just immediately gets dispersed because that's how powerful your love is. That's how powerful your energy is, is that, you know, you don't, you're not affected. You realize that everything that's happening around you you know, becomes heavy when you put too much thought upon it, when you focus it or analyze it or have rules attached to it. You know, people don't realize that a lot of the things that happen to us that make us feel heavy and, and down and all of these things is because we put too much strength, we put too much heaviness on it. When I say strength, meaning you, you put pressure upon it with rules and ideas and thoughts, and they're all very limiting thoughts, and their rules are very limiting. They're very caged-in rules. And that's not how we were supposed to be. That's not how we are. That's not who we are. A lot of times you'll hear me say, stay lit. But stay lit is not just the fire that burns inside of you. It's the litness. It's the lightness. It's the ability to be lifted and shifted always so that you're always floating. You're always in this very effervescent state, this very fluidic, very, very airy state. Someone says something to you, you know, and they say, sorry, it's, it's nothing. It's water under the bridge, baby. It's water under the bridge. You're growing and you're making choices that are better in your life. And I know that. And I see that. And if the situation becomes so to the much, to the point that literally the person around you is just volatile in every way, you can still love them, but you also have to dismiss yourself from that energy because they're not ready to breathe in the air in which you're bringing. And that's okay. Sometimes people have to sit a little bit inside of their misery or their discomfort in order to see how unpleasant it really is. No, they just sit in it. They just sit there, wallowing in that discomfort. And the many times you try to jump in and to save them or to shift them, all you can really do is just focus the beautiful things upon them. I know you want to get out of this. I know this is not where you want to be. I know how powerful you are. And I know what a beautiful soul you are and that you have all the power to do so. However, this is all I can say to you at this time. And I, I really know that you'll take these words to light and allow them to lift you out of this 
where you are right now. Because where you are right now is an illusion and it's only an illusion because you keep putting your mind upon it and thinking upon it and analyzing it and it just digs you deeper. With every analyzation, with every part of you that you keep putting your mind on, it's taking a shovel and you're digging deeper and deeper and deeper into that hole. And I know how powerful you are and how easy it will be for you to lift yourself out of that. However, I cannot stay in this environment anymore because this environment I'm not doing any good here anymore. I've said what I needed to say to you and I will always love you. And the door will always be open when you're ready to step into a place of the light, of love, of knowing the truth of who you are, of living and not being affected by the world and letting everything come down at you that it makes you angry and scream and make nasty things come out of your mouth because those words that are coming out of your mouth is not you. It's the spirit that you keep giving power to and you're too powerful for that. So I have to leave this environment. So the thing is, when you, when you acknowledge it in that way, you're, you're saying you're still a being of this powerful energy that is able to bring a breath of fresh air, but you're bringing a breath of fresh air for those who are in that place who want to wallow. People who want to wallow and stay in the mud, you can't jump in the mud to save them or you'll be in the mud as well. And no one likes mud wrestling, or at least I don't. Because I don't like getting dirty, unless it's a nice type of dirty. Like if I'm hiking or if I'm like walking through the rainforest or the jungle, or if I'm building sandcastles and getting all sandy on the beach, I don't mind that kind of dirty. Or the sweat when you feel, when you, you know, exercise and engage your body, or when you make love with someone. I'm okay with that kind of dirty. But the dirty that I'm not okay with? is the dirty where you jump in to people's nonsense, where you jump into the maya, into the muck, into the mud, into the sloth, into all of that, that energy. And you think by jumping in, you're actually making a difference when in fact you're just adding to the pool of suffering because you're choosing to suffer with that person in order to get them out. And that doesn't help them. And we have been taught incorrectly on earth sympathizing for your fellow human beings in their suffering does not pull them from suffering, but instill, instills that suffering inside of them. It, 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 it basically draws proclamation to it. It says, I acknowledge your suffering and I believe in it, and so therefore I will suffer too. A lot of times I hear um, people say to me, I had this woman from France say to me, uh, she was in treatment with me and she said, you know, I have so many problems, I can't move forward in my life. And I said, mm. and the spirits tell me the reason why you choose not to move forward is because you're afraid to rise yourself higher than the way in which your family and friends are operating. She says, yes, I feel, I feel that if I, if I raise myself higher, I'm leaving them behind. What kind of person would I be if I didn't jump in into all of their stuff to help them? I said, well, you'd be a person who'd be able to get them out of that mud, that's for sure. You'd be a person who'd be able to make change in their life, an ability to create something different than what they're experiencing because you're standing outside of the mud. So your perspective and your ability to support and serve will be greater than you actually sloshing yourself around in that mud for the sake of being a good person. And I know everyone heard me say before, and I just want to reiterate to you, a good person gets you an apple pie, but the truth will get you the kingdom. It's better for you to be truthful than for you to be good. You see, because good just makes the darkness even more stronger. 
The idea of good is what darkness plays upon. The idea that good is the resonant tone that human beings seek to, 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 to reach because of their fear of them not being loved by God or being loved by their family or friends or their coworkers or their acquaintances or whomever it may be. Even those people who are operating in opposition to themselves, who live in opposition to themselves, they wake up every day and they're in opposition to themselves. They, 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 they sit in places where they're not supposed to sit. They speak in conversations with groups they're not supposed to be in. They work at jobs that that's not where they're supposed to be. They are in opposition to themselves. And I ask, why do you choose to be in opposition to yourself? And the question, yes. It's always answered with because those are my friends or I have to make money to survive. What kind of person would I be if I wasn't showing up on that table and listening to their problems? What kind of person would I be if I left this abusive relationship? Not abusive to you, but abusive to the other person that you love to watch them carry out their own internal abuse and then project it into your environment. That is not conducive to your being because your being is is a being that is meant to be air light free flowing lucid fluid a breath of fresh air there's nothing worse than walking into a house where someone is spewing energy out through their empathic energy and making a black cloud in the home and you have to walk in sludging yourself through that black cloud and convincing yourself that that's okay because you have children or because you don't believe enough in the light of lights that live inside of you known as the creator to create that which you tell it to create. Remember, creation can only create that which you believe creation can create. That's why when the doctors told me that I was never going to walk again or that I should go to a hospice after dying and all the stuff that I went through, I said, who are you to protest the foundations of my will? The knowledge of my will, the ability of my will, the power of the, my will, the litness of my will. Who are you to make such claims upon my life, the direction of my life? Do you have some stewardship or power over my body that you feel that you can utter those words from your mouth? No, you do not. However, you have not even looked at the part of yourself that thinks you have the right to tell someone based on your statistics and based on your claims that you have found through tests and what you have learned in school and what you have seen repetitively that you think every human being is the same and will operate as the same. And therefore, you've seen other people not survive this, so you think that I wouldn't myself? <laughs> oh, ye of little faith. How foolish of you to think against I. You do not know I. And you do not know I that inhabits the we. And the we is that of all the spirits and all the universe and all the ancestors and all the beings in the spirit world that are waiting for me to say it's possible and then they can do what they need to do. Possibility doesn't arise because of the fact that you scrape and struggle and push and scream and kick and 
push down and kick down doors and stomp through life like a spoiled brat who thinks that the universe and everything is entitled to do what it has to do for you just because you throw temper tantrums and get angry at yourself for not having certain things. <laughs> Let me remind you, my darlings, that all manifestation and creation comes from the idea of your behavior, the way in which you choose to respond. That's why I say being a breath of fresh air is so important because when you respond in a lightness, when you respond in a place of not re going into this uh, place of feeling that everything is coming down upon you and that it's going to get worse or you're focusing on what that worse is, that in itself has already liberated you liberated you completely because what darkness would desire for you to do is to engage your mind into the lack into scarcity into the idea that you're going to be alone into the, the idea that things aren't moving or happening so that they don't because they because darkness knows that god is inside of you and though god operates as a creative energy source not a dualistic energy field that bases its ideas on the fact that you really want this or you don't really want this or what you really want. But even though you have blockages, your blockage, the only blockage you have is your inability to be clear. Clarity. Devotion. What is devotion? Where do you place your energy? If you have, you know, 0% energy going into something, what do you think that means? You have to fill up your energy into something. And that means by putting your mind upon it, putting your emotions upon it, and then also putting your, your physical actions towards it. The qualification of anything brought into full fruition is through the process of you telling God what's possible. So when I came out of that hospital and then, you know, and they're telling me I have to go to hospice because I couldn't walk and I was, you know, died and, you know, brain damage and, you know, neuropathy and I couldn't do this and I couldn't do that. I mean, they had all the things, you know, that they said that they thought was going to be my end. <laughs> my end is when I say my end is. You see, because God inside of me is operating and waiting for me to say, what do you say I can do? Do you say I can heal your legs? Do you say I can heal your body? Do you say that I can heal your finances? Do you say that I am capable of healing your skin or healing your organs or healing this or healing that? Do, do you say I can do those things? And if you do, then I will do it. But I wait on you to say what I can do. That is why it's so important to be a breath of fresh air because you see, most of humanity creates the likeness of all suffering coming from rules and ideas of heaviness, thinking against and opposition to, choosing jobs that they're in opposition to, choosing relationships they're in opposition to, and then creating what they call fact markers, what I call bullshit lies, is to mark and create a fact that whatever they're saying of why they choose to stay in such disharmony, discord, and dysfunction in their life, they will convince themselves with their bullshit lies, which they consider to be facts, which is basically BL, right? Bullshit lies. That's what we call it, BL. 
It's a lot of BL, right? And that BL is putting them into a state of purgatory. What is purgatory? What is purgatory? Purgatory is the energy frequency in which you surround yourself with, with the idea that you're trapped when in fact you're the one who holds the keys to get out. Because you're so busy being engaged in that which you're experiencing, you don't realize that you built your own fortress with your need for BL. And so therefore, all of a sudden, you don't realize that the key to get out of that purgatory, be it if it's a dysfunctional relationship or an, an, a job that is not bringing you to a place of feeling fulfilled where you wake up every morning and you're like, yay, woohoo, I'm ready. I'm so excited to go in and do this job, which is really because you engage in something that you love. You, you can't wait for your partner to come home because you're, you're so engaged in the love that you have for your partner that you want to run across the room and grab them and kiss them all over their face and say, I'm so happy to see you again. That you don't hold back your love from them because you wait for them to buy you a Valentine's gift or you wait for them to, to pay attention to you. But you are love. You are the, ep, the, the essence. You are the, the likeness. You are the divineness. You are the, the reflection. You are the action of love in service always and every day. Every day. Every time I walk out the door, I'm giving love to people. I was in an Uber um, um, just the other day coming out of uh, this place that I love to go called the Shape House where I can go and sweat, which I'm just like, I'm an avid sweater because I love to sweat. And so coming out of the Shape House and the Uber driver picks me up, amazing, beautiful Nubian king with like beautiful braids in his hair, you know, gorgeous, okay, powerful. And I'm not going to sit there and not know, talk to him. Just be, what do I think? He's my driver because I paid for an Uber account. No, he's not a driver. He's not my driver. I don't know when people have this idea that they can treat people who have jobs of service as if they're their servants. He's not my driver. He's just a man who has chosen to give up his vehicle and to bring, you know, to create an exchange, you know, in exchange for him, you know, driving me, he gets to, you know, have exchange of money and also to be able to take care of the things he needs to in his life. This is an exchange. These are exchanges of, of grace and beauty. And we're talking and laughing and, you know, talking about life and the world and everything. You know, when you love people, you engage. Because you're a breath of fresh air. People around me don't feel heavy when I come into the room. No, of course not. I would never be a heavy energy that would come into the room. And it's not, I don't have to generate love to, to be love. I am love. I am a walking, quintessential energy field of love, embodied as Shaman Durek. Yeah. So the essence of that love is so powerful and so strong. It's so easy for me to see what people are up to and what they're thinking and what they're doing and how they're feeling and what kind of energies are around them and what's happening to them. Because I'm a breath of fresh air and air has the ability to hold a lot of information and disperse it very easily too and gather more. The air can move through everything and everywhere. It can go through their minds and the thoughts and the words and everything that's happening. That's why if you look at the, the chamber of shamanism, the air represents the ability to manifest. And if you look at the, and the angel of air, which is uh, Archangel Raphael, right? 
you look at the trumpet, right? The sounding of the trumpet, which means like acknowledging God, and then the the, the wands, which represents you know manifestation, the mag the magi, the magus, right? The one who's able to cast information and energy into 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 light and bring it into fruition. That's why what you speak is coming from the air. It's the breath. It's the breath of life. When you speak, you speak into the into into life. So why would you speak into life in such in such ways that would actually destroy life. What if every time you opened up your mouth and you said something negative, something died around you? All of a sudden, the plants just withered. The furniture started uh, growing with like cobwebs and everything would just start turning black and gray and then falling apart and the walls and wallpaper would fall apart and the TV screen would crack and everything would just start, you know, morphing because of the way you speak. Do you know how quick the world would change? How fast people would stop speaking and learning how to speak in, in what we call direct order, meaning operating from a field of, of love, speaking life through their words because they represent the air element? Oh, yes. Absolutely, they would. That's why it is important for us to be able to be aware of the things that come out of our mouth. Now, let's take that a step higher. Now you speak. Well, let's go into your thoughts. What if your thoughts were everything that you were thinking was happening? So if you were like, I'm afraid of snakes, all of a sudden snakes appeared. Mm-hmm. And what if you were like, I'm afraid that I'm going to fall off this building and then you fall? I bet you would be thinking very more mindfully, wouldn't you? Of course you would. Everyone would. I mean, why wouldn't you? You wouldn't want these things to just happen. And that's the reason why we have what we called an energetic field compression on this planet that has been created, right? Energy compression field, which has been created by source to give us time, right? To manifest realities through consciousness. So that way, when you think, oh my God, I'm afraid of snakes or oh my God, I'm afraid, I hope I don't get hit by that car and all of a sudden this car comes rushing out of nowhere and hits you, right? So, you have, so you're on a plane that has this energetic field compression that creates, and then you have a time also too, so that time also with the compression field, basically it makes it so that things don't happen immediately. However, I'm not saying that they can't. So let's get clear. Okay, um, let's get clear because I've had a situation where a friend of mine um, who had a friend and they were coming down Venice and in, in, in Los Angeles area in Venice, Venice Beach, and they were coming out of a place and that person kept saying, well, you know, I'm, I'm probably, I mean, I would be happy if I died tonight. If I died tonight, which would be amazing because, you know, what difference would it make and so forth. And I, and I probably will die tonight. And they just kept saying it over and over and over. And then they all decided to walk to the beach you know, to walk, to look at the water. And he climbed up on one of those uh, uh, lifeguard station things and his shoes slipped from the, the, the dew and he landed on his neck and he died. So those things can happen, yes. And that is, that is not here to scare you or to spook you or to put some kind of, you know, scary mumbo jumbo in your head. What I'm, what I'm really iterating here, my loves, and just for the sake of you really taking this in, is be mindful both in your mind and in your words because the veil is getting thinner and thinner. And as the veil gets thinner and thinner, that compression field becomes less and less. And then the energetic frequencies of time speed up. And that's why, I don't know if you've noticed, but everyone's like, oh my God, I can't believe it's December again, or I can't believe it's January again, or I can't believe it's February again, can't believe it's summer again. And the reason why they're saying that 
is because time is speeding up. Because the compression field is being loosed and released. Because evolution has, 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 has been given us enough time to correct our ability to operate in air consciousness, which means air consciousness means the ability to use our ability to manifest and the way that we speak and the way that we show up and the way we react and the way that we deal with one another is air. It's air. You'll never see me be around people and make them feel heavy. And, and when I leave them, they feel heavy and they feel drained and they feel tired and they feel, oh God, every time Shaman Dura comes over, I feel miserable inside. Mm-mm. When I go to people's homes, their children are filled with joy. The husbands are filled with joy. The wives are filled with joy. We laugh. The kids are laughing. They don't want to go to bed. They're sitting up and saying, Mom, I want to stay up and listen to Shaman Dirk. We want to hang out together. I play toys with them. I laugh with them. I play video games with them. I talk to the mom and the dad. We have such a good time. When I walk out the door, everyone feels so blessed and loved. Not because I gave them love because I am love. So I emanate love. And that love is contagious. I bring out the best in people. That's what you want to do. You want to bring out the best in people. But some people want to wallow and and stick in that mud. You just simply let them know the truth, but you don't focus on that mud. You don't go, oh my God, the way you act and the way you behave is just so disgusting. I have to get out of your life. No, it's like, you know, you're choosing to be in this energy, but that's not you. You're very powerful and you can pull yourself from this. You're such a bright, powerful person. That's what I fell in love with. That's what I love about you as a friend is how intelligent you are and how wise you are. But for some reason, you're choosing not to activate that. And for whatever reason that is, it's us it's when we're together it's creating this vibration of energy that's going out and bringing death and to life you know it really is like you may not see that the trees and the plants are being you know affected by your by your negative frequencies and the walls and everything is being affected you you know you would be surprised what happens on a cellular level and on a molecular cellular level to the energy fields and atoms that are around you when you choose to disperse negative energies a lot of times i've moved into people's um you know homes you know uh invited into their homes meaning and you know if it could be a week or a month or whatever and just by me being there, the people start getting shaken because they have so much darkness and it comes undone while I'm there. All of a sudden they want to kick me out and throw me out. You know, I have situations where I've had, you know, even men be like, you know, I think Shaman Dirk's, you know, um, you know, bringing up all these things out of me. He's bringing the bat, the worst out of me. I'm like, no, I'm just being me and loving you because I'm love and I'm, 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 I'm love, you know, in, in form. And so therefore my energy is, is anything that's dark can't stay, can't remain, gets evicted, you know? So I've come to evict your darkness out of your home, out of your children, out of your wife, out of you. So you, instead of you being grateful and saying, wow, the reason why I'm going through these experiences is because, because Shaman Dirk's light and his lightness and his freedomness and his playfulness and his laughter and his everything is making the darkness uncomfortable and it's time to be evicted. So doubt and shame and worry and fear and shyness and my children, everything is being pulled out. Why would I come into your home to add more to the darkness. That's just ridiculous. Why would you do that to anyone? Why would you do that to yourself? There are times where I go through very, very challenging things. I say, okay, well, you know what? Let's bring the lightness to this. How can we, how can we, how can my perception be focused into a place where I see only the grandest, most greatest things coming out of this situation? Not it having to be this dun, 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 
I always did like that, actually. Dun, dun, dun. You know, if, I don't know if you um, got to experience that a lot, but I love that when I used to watch my old cartoons. That's what I miss about my old cartoons, like He-Man and She-Ra and Snorks and Smurfs and, you know, my Transformer cartoons and Gem, oh, Gem and the Holograms. Talk about Gem and the Holograms. Gem is truly outrageous, truly, truly, truly outrageous. Whoa, Gem, Gem, the music's contagious, outrageous. Gem is my name, no one else is the same. Gem is my name, Gem. I remember Gem. Gem is so awesome. Then there was the Misfits. We are the Misfits. We're gonna get her. We are the Misfits. Our songs are better. And it was just so cool because Jem always was the breath of fresh air. She didn't care. It didn't matter what was going on. It didn't matter how many times the Misfits were doing things. Eve, she was just always like, just always thinking about how to help support people, how to support children, how to support life, how to empower women, how to do everything. That was one of my favorite shows. My sister would say, are you watching Jem again? I'm like, truly outrageous. Yeah. I think I even had like recently had like uh, when I had left LA and I got rid of my house and I remember um, my sister and I was living in Stockholm, Sweden and my assistant went through all my stuff and was going through all my DVDs and things like that. And he was like, wow, you have so many Transformers, Gems and the Holograms, He-Man, She-Ra, you know? And I was like, yeah, just give it, you know, donate it somewhere to so where kids can experience that. But yeah, I was very much into all of that. But I loved Jem, and I always have a, like a, a, a love for Jem in the holograms because Jem was just just completely free person. Now I'm sure people are like, is he really making Jem in the holograms his his inspiration? Yeah, I am. I don't just find inspiration just in Martin Luther King or Helen Keller or you know um, you know or Milo Angelo and other people in the world. You know, I see inspiration in all types of things in life. I see it in movies I watch, I find inspiring. And music I listen to, I find inspiring. And in cartoons, I find inspiring. And art pieces, I find inspiration. And what comes out of someone's mouth, I find inspiration. And all of these things, all of these inspirational experiences keep me lighter and more air. I become more airy, I become more lighter, I become more effervescent, I become more free. Like I can feel, I can feel. Hello tribe. I'm so excited to tell you about a potion that I've been using for a few years now called monk oil. Monk oil makes beautiful skin potions that were created to help people navigate the modern life. Monk oil is the real deal magic potion applied to the skin to make the body and the mind connected. You know, there's one of my favorite monk oils that I love the most is the monk oil that has the Palo Santo in it. Because when you're dealing with life and all of the different energies that you're picking up in day to day, putting on the Palo Santo oil protects your energy field, protects your body from negative energies and influences from the world. And monk oil makes all types of other oils. And there are all types of amazing skin potions. There are four types of city skin potions, each with a specific intention and effect. The potions speak to different parts of us and work on levels of our body, soul, and spirit. The original Monk Oil City Skin Potion is the first potion. It was created out of a desire to bring us back to the feeling of nurturing and protection that we feel when surrounded by the natural world. Like when you're in the redwood forest and you feel totally grounded and you say to yourself, why don't I just live here and feel this energy all the time? 
or you're living a technologically driven modern world and you want to bring a little bit of that nature and connection with you everywhere you go. The original Munkle can help to bridge that gap and bring some space and grounding in your day to day. The ingredients and the intention in monk oil is what I love the most. It is so powerful when you see this beautiful crystal sitting in the bottle that has been charged and readied for your oil. Every bottle is powered with energy that allows your body to heal and cleanse and empower and move energies in ways so that you can live your best life. I've been using monk oil and I have to tell you, like, I travel all over the world with monk oil and I show it to all my friends all over the world and they're just blown away on how it makes them feel. And it's so powerful because you can just put it on and all of a sudden you feel at peace. You feel a little bit of nature in the space of where you are and you feel that protection. And that's what I love about it the most. Monk Oil's original city skin potion is both a nurturing companion and a protective sheath. And you can use it in so many ways. Slather it all over your body, keep some in your bag, or use it in a ritual. All of the potions are made using ethical source organic base oils and essential oils. Every potion has a flower essence that is in working healing capacity for your body and for your mind and for balancing your life force and a crystal to further activate the potion. Now that is something. When do you get to put on an oil on your body that has that much power? It's so amazing. And I'm so happy to say that monk oil was conjured with the love and intention of full moons and new moons and solstices and equinox. So it's magic in a bottle. And I would like for you to try monk oil and experience it. And if you live outside of the US, check out Raw Living UK online. I'm so excited to share this with the tribe because it is lit verified. And you know what? You know I would never share anything with you unless it was lit verified. Monk Oil is excited to offer 25% off discount on their trios of three different potions with the offer code of Trios Shaman Durek. That's T-R-I-O-S-H-A-M-A-N-D-U-R-K for those in the U.S. at www.monkoil.com. I'm so happy, tribe. This is Lit Verified. Love you. Wings, you know, sprouting from me. Where I, I wake up in the morning and I'm like, oh, feels good. And when I'm being intimate with someone, they're like, oh my God, I have so much energy. I'm like, yes, we're just free. Free. Not heavy. Not where like, I want to go to sleep. If I want to go to sleep and I'm tired, then that just means I'm not bringing enough litness in my life. And then I have to do some inventory. You know, inventory. Have you ever done? You ever done spiritual, mental, emotional inventory? Huh? You ever done inventory, where you where you sit back and you actually look at like what kind of energies you're actually exposing yourself to? So like physically inventory is like what do you do with your physical body? What are you doing physically? What kind of food are you eating? All of this is inventory, right? Like, how do you feel physical throughout your whole day? It's all a part of the inventory. Like, in the morning, how do you feel physically? Afternoon, how do you feel physically? Nighttime, do you get tired at any point during the day? You know, all of these things. Because then you have to really 
engage that inventory. Taking inventory physically is really important, you know? Because, I mean, if you're going to stay lit and you're going to stay, like, free and you're going to be the air and you're going to be this, like, effervescent energy that's just, you know, just, just fluidic and, and, and just, you know, constantly moving and dancing through life and bringing love and joy into people's life just because that is who you are. That is your expression. That is the only thing you know then you've got to take inventory a lot because, you know, sometimes you'll be surprised what kind of boxes show up on your shelf, meaning, you know, the shelf of your spirit or the shelf of your physical being or emotional being or mental being that slipped in somehow that was sent to the wrong house. Oh, yeah. Taking physical in inventory is really important so you get to know how you feel, right, in your body and how your body's feeling. Like if you're gaining weight or any of these things, these are all part of your inventory. And then you have your emotional inventory, which is like, how do you feel emotionally? Like, or do you feel your emotions are settled and balanced? Or do you accept what doctors tell you when they're like, oh yeah, you're bipolar. Ah, you're bipolar. You're bipolar. That's why you have these problems. Take medicine. We'll deal with it. No, mm -mm. I don't, I, I'd rather not. I'd rather not. Yeah. I was diagnosed with all that craziness too. And you know what? They were wrong. They were wrong. It was all based on me finding certain energies and balances and taking inventory and finding the right combination of energies that actually support me and who I am, not what the world told me I should be because that in itself is just a bunch of BL, right? But the, what it is for me on the level of operation Shaman Durek, Operation Me, Operation Durek, Operation What Works for Me Energetically for Me to Be at the Litness that I Need to Be at, right? Because for some people, getting out of bed slowly and like rising and like taking your time and having a cup of coffee, like that's not my stick. That's not my stick at all. Like for me, getting up, writing some poetry, looking outside, taking some breath, fresh breath air, you know, um, doing a podcast, dancing, throwing some cartoons on while, you know, I go into meditation um, after, you know, watching cartoons or it could just be me doing, talking to myself and it could be all kinds of things. You know, sometimes I'm playing characters to myself, like, hello, how do you do? Undoubtedly, yes, I will have myself a cup of tea this morning. Will you now? And have you talked to Lady Upgird? She is really happy today at the horse farm. I saw her recently. I play characters. I'm a big kid. Sometimes I bust out with my action figures and I'm starting to, you know, play with them around the house. You know, I mean, it's like... Whatever, whatever, whatever works for you. I mean, like whatever is supporting you. Let's say works for you. Let's say supports you, right? To be that effervescent, that fluidic, that very free spirit, that breath of fresh air. Then you have to find what that is. Don't let someone dictate to you like, oh, this is who you are, and this is what you want, and this is what you need to take in order to deal with the thing that I just told you. I mean, this is too much. It's like, oh, you're bipolar. Oh, mm -hmm. Yeah, I have people are like, oh, yeah, you're manic depressive, Derek. You're schizophrenic. Yeah, uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. thanks, doctor. Thank you. Do you have any medication for that? Do you have something I can put in my mouth for that so I can like really deal with that situation? Because um, I'm supposed to believe everything you tell me without having an independent thinking process. So that way I can just constantly be a sheep because I'm slowly turning into a sheep. There's a bunch of people on the planet that call them sheeples. And I'm so, I know, I know that if I keep listening to you and doing everything you tell me and like telling me everything that I am without me having like some form of, some form of um, idea for myself that I'm going to turn into a sheep. Meh. 
Well, yeah, looks like looks like um, he turned into a sheeple. Yeah, you know I got that word. Beautiful tribal member told me my husband says that people are like sheeples. I said sheeple. Yes, I gotta say that one when I do the share. The sheeples. What are sheeples? Sheeples are people who just do everything that everyone tells them to do without thinking independently. It's like the news just tells you, like the news doesn't give you this idea that you can actually think for yourself independently and come up with your own ideas of what's going on. The news tells you how to think and how to feel. So you don't have to really do much. Everything is always telling you how to think and how to feel instead of giving you opportunity to give you information so you can sit back and ponder it and bring it through your modus operandi and then be able to go, huh, yeah, wow, oh my goodness, that's interesting. This has opened up a whole new doorway of thoughts. There's nothing, there's nothing greater in the world than opening up doorways of thought. Like doorways of thought, it to me, is the greatest thing you can ever do. It's like having conversations with different people. That's the reason why I, I have a different assortment of friends. I couldn't have just all spiritual friends who are just all like doing yogas and downward dogs and eating chia seed puddings around me and like talking about like love and light, brother, and blah, 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 heart and heart, heart and heart, heart and heart, and all this kind of stuff. I would have a meltdown. Because nothing is going to change. It's going to be the same, 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 same. So for me, it's about how do I, you know, keep my breath of fresh air? I connect with different types of people from things I never even heard of before, things that I've never experienced before, things that I've never even attempted to engage in. Yeah. That's how you keep that breath of fresh air. You keep rising up higher to new ideas, new thoughts. And that's what those open doorways do. They, they open up new doorways. I had no idea about that. Tell me more about that. I want to learn about that. I didn't know about that. Did you go through that? That's interesting. Whoa, tell me more about this. I had no idea. That's so interesting. Wow, that's fascinating. Do you know, a lot of my experiences in life and the places that I've traveled to has been because people have invited me into things I've never had no idea about. And it was such an amazing adventure. And that just gave me more energy to be more lit and more free. The same, same. Oh, my goodness. It's talking about the Stefford wives. Talking about following programs, being robotic. You know, why create an AI? We are the AI. We've been programmed to be AI. That's probably why they want to create one. Because they're like, it worked on the humans. Now let's see if we can make one out of, out of this. I'm like, yeah, of course you can. You can make one just like you. Because that's what you've been doing, being an AI, following the rules. You just haven't been thinking outside of the box. The difference with an AI, AI would probably figure out how, you know, how BL everything is and be like, look, 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 humans, you know, your same, same isn't, isn't, isn't supporting you because that's why you're not having global communication and global um, connection because you don't integrate, you don't integrate yourself with other types of beings and other people's ways and cultures that are different from your own. You don't see how other people observe God. You don't see how other people choose to have ritual. You don't see how other people choose to see the world in their many different perceptions so that you can be opened up to being able one day in your species on planet Earth, you might want to connect with another being from another planet, but geez, you can't even handle someone being completely dressed different, covering their um, head or whatever it is that they do. You, have, you, you, can't, you can't understand it. You don't get it. You don't get it. You just don't get it. I don't understand why they're like that. I don't understand how someone can be turned like that. I don't understand how people can dress like that. I don't understand, well, you know what? You don't understand anything. That's basically what you should say. You don't understand anything. You don't understand Jack Boodle. Mm-hmm. You can't understand anything because you are so stuck in judgment 
That's why you're so heavy. Because you're heavy, because judgment is like a weight that weighs you down. You can't fly with me up in the skies with all the tribal members who are flying with their wings up in the air and always flying around and, and, be, and making beautiful things happen in life and manifesting all these limitless possibilities and being lit and, and having profound changes in their life just by listening to the shares on Ancient Wisdom Today podcast and just by coming into the workshops and, 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 and taking and engaging in their own power and having privates where they get to engage with themselves even more on a one-on-one basis. Because people think they're coming to see me. No, you're coming to see you. Let's get, let us, let's get clear about it. You come to my workshops. You're not coming to, to, to learn something from me. You're coming to engage with your own abilities, your own power, your own resistances. So you can see how far you can go as a human being. This has nothing to do with me. I don't know, people always think that it has something to do with me. I'm going to go have a session with Shaman Durek. No, you're not. You're going to have a session with yourself, with Shaman Durek accompanying you as a guide to support you and to see yourself in a safe and loving environment where you're able to see your power as a leader. You're not, you're not coming here for me to fix you because you're not broken. You're coming here to get the understanding that you're not broken. You're coming here to get the understanding of there is no fixing. There is only enhancing that which already is. Sometimes I had this one guy call me up. He said, I'm going to come in all the way. I'm going to come all the way from Georgia and I'm going to come fly in and I want to see you because I need you to fix me. <laughs> I started laughing. He goes, what's so funny? I said, um, listen, my darling. Okay, I'm going to get you in touch with my assistant, Sam. He's going to set up an appointment for you. But let me just be clear about this with you. I'm not fixing anything because you're not broken. What I'm going to do is going to show you yourself and I'm going to show you how you can enhance that which already is and take it up higher and level yourself up. Because, okay, I like the sound of that. People think you're going to fix somebody. When you go to seminars with Tony Robbins or Marianne Williamson or any of these people that are out there in the world and you're like, oh, I'm going to go there and they're going to fix me. No, they're not. They're not going to fix you. All they're going to do is give you a place in which you can engage with your other brothers and sisters in an environment that is set up by them to make it so that you can see yourself. Because obviously you're not seeing yourself when you're at home or when you're in your bathroom taking a shower or when you're eating with your friends. You don't see, you're not seeing yourself. So you need to go to people to assist you in seeing yourself. You need to go to take courses and learn about different things so you can level up and acknowledging the power that you have inside. No diploma or degree is giving you some idea of power. You can have as many diplomas and degrees as you want, but if you don't understand when to implement those things that you've learned, then you have no wisdom. You just have a lot of information, but that information dies out if you have nowhere to place it. So we have to become a mindful, effervescent, fluidic, you know, beings that are operating in this litness where we're not, we're not even, we're not even on, on, on the ground. Yeah, we're here, but we're emanating in holographic energy in our body as a being of love and as a, as a breath of fresh air. But our true self, our beingness is above the Maya. It's floating up there above the Maya and, and operating through this body. That's why we're not affected by when people say, oh yeah, and these terrorists did blah, blah, blah. We're like, uh-huh, they sure did. Okay, 
Now let's focus on how we can help support people from a higher perspective. Not, oh my God, is it going to happen to me? What is going on in this world? It's getting horrible and more ugly and more this. Thank you. You're giving exactly what darkness wanted. See, remember, darkness wants one thing from you, your reaction and distraction, reaction and distraction, reaction and distraction. Remember, it's like you can even make a song of it. Reaction and distraction, reaction and distraction. That is what darkness wants. Reaction, abstraction, reaction, and distraction. That's what darkness wants. So remember this and remember this because darkness wants you to react. So when you react, you create exactly what darkness wants you to create. So think about that in that way. Every time you react, it creates a distract that creates another react, that creates a distract that creates another react. And darkness gets fatter, plumper, smarter, and bigger, and wider, and more powerful from the nonsense of our reaction. Because if something horrible happens, like when the Twin Towers fell, first of all, I was in the windows of the world a long time ago, way before the Twin Towers fell. And I was at a friend of mine. He threw this big 19, 1920s uh, flapper party. You know, we're all dressed up like, you know, coming out of like the great Gatsby and everything, you know, music. And we're doing our dances and stuff. It was really wonderful. It was quite an exhilarating night. And he comes over to me and he says, Shaman Dirk, he says, you know, I'm really happy that you came and that you happen to be in New York at this time. And I'm really happy. And I said, he goes, what's wrong? Why do you seem, why did you, why are you away from everybody? I said, something seems un- unclear. He goes, what's unclear? I said, well, I'm touching this window here at this, this place called Windows of the World that we're at where you've had this, where you've rented out and had this party. And I just saw the building disappear. And it was just the strangest thing. The building disappeared. And not only did the building, all, both towers disappeared completely and I felt like nothing but pain and suffering. And I have a feeling this building's not going to be here anymore. So we should enjoy it. And sure enough, a year later, a year later, I was in Israel, living in Israel. And um, a friend of mine, Cecilia, called me up and said, did you see the news? And I said, no. And she goes, turn on the news. Turn on the news. It's devastating. And then I, you know, I couldn't reach my sister and you know, all these things and whatever. And the Twin Towers had fell. Now. The thing is, is that when we operate in a perspective, most people come from a place of reaction. So they go, oh my God, oh my God, what's happening? What's happening to the world? Oh my God. And then they start thinking of all the worst case scenarios. And when they're in that state of thinking of all those worst case scenarios, that's what darkness feeds off of. That's darkness. That's darkness. They're like, yeah. We got them. We got them. They're feeding our world. They're feeding the underworld. They're feeding us. They're making our world stronger so we can expand to other galaxies and other worlds and other species and bring our darkness there because we have to bring darkness to every place because the darkness isn't operating from this place of we're trying to like, it's not thinking like a predator, like we're like, I'm going to go and get those other people. And no, darkness actually thinks it's necessary to exist. So what it's all it's doing is surviving. And in order, it, in order to survive, it needs more darkness. But it can't take it from the light of your being if you're operating from pure love. So darkness has to get involved and taint that love and, and, and muddle it down so it can drink from it and fill its world up. So darkness, the expansion of the underworld becomes bigger and then you have more souls going into the darkness like a vacuum. It's like, zoop, right? And so the thing is, and there, you know, there might be some people who are like, 
Underworld Drummond Dirk, Darkness, these things. I just don't believe that there's some kind of underworld, some wayward station where spirits who can't who can't accept themselves when they died are there and they're just like biding their time and, and tapping into our algorithms of energy and frequency based on things that are similar to when they were living and, and going into our thoughts. And, and those are the negative thoughts of our mind and so forth. I just can't believe that. When you know what? Guess what? You don't have to believe it. Don't believe it. Be blind and keep watching your world go through all kinds of changes and you have no clue why. And you could just keep your head buried in the sand and act like nothing's happening and just keep on your merry old, merry old. Go to the mall, do your thing, whatever it is you do. Stay at your horrible job. Stay in your dysfunctional relationship and just continue eating processed food and just watch what happens. But if you want to be an awakened being and you want to, and you want to wear the, show, the shirt, I got woke, right? I got woke. Then you need to realize the reality of things that you may not understand. You see, you can go and talk to the most powerful mystics and the most powerful shamans in the world. And they know this information, but they're not sharing it. And why aren't they sharing it? Because they think that they don't want to deal with your reaction of, I don't believe and, and get all like huffy and puffy and blow up like a puffer fish because you feel like you know more information than those who have spent their whole lives going through the spirit world and opening up doors that humans don't even want to look into. You think of the path of a shaman is banging drums and taking ayahuasca or peyote? or combo, or sapo, you think that being a shaman is just going to ceremonies and, and doing these things? That's not a shaman. That's a person who knows how to, to deliver medicine, like the same thing that you see when you see people delivering medicines from the hospitals, right? You know, the people say, okay, take this pill, take that pill, take this thing, take that thing. That's not a shaman. That's a person who just knows how to work with the medicine. A shaman, right, a healer, a teacher of the arts of light have opened up those scary doors that humans find to be scary and off-putting. Those doors of reality that humans will dare not walk through because they fear what's on the other side of that door because they can't see into it because it's dark. You know, like sometimes at nighttime, I'll go to sleep and there'll be a minotaur at the edge of my bed waiting for me. Mm-hmm. And then I, I, I'm in my body and I see the minotaur and it starts puffing and puffing with like, like a bull does, you know, because it's a bull. And, and then I pull myself out of my body and I can see myself laying in my bed and I look at the minotaur and it starts walking. And then I stop and go back and then the minotaur stops and then I follow it. And then the wall turns black and opens and the minotaur takes its hand and beckons me to come into the to that tunnel with him. And I go through the tunnel and these hands are coming off the wall with like, like black liquid grabbing at me. But I'm not afraid because I know that those hands that are grabbing at me are the lost souls that, that are reaching not to hurt me, but to ask me to help them. And I feel the emotions welling up inside of me as I'm walking through this tunnel. And as I'm walking through this tunnel, I can see the underworld beings. I can see soldiers on the grass still having war because they, they died in battlefields and, and they couldn't go to the light because they couldn't let go of it. And so they're still having war. 
I still see the Gettysburg Address soldiers with their cannons, and I can see the musket guns, and I can see the, 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 the soldiers screaming and shooting at each other. I can still see it all happening. Because they're in, they're in the underworld. They're stuck in different layers of the underworld where they're perpetuating the things that they want through because they don't know how to let go. They don't know how to get out of it. But I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid when I go to sleep at night and sometimes the, 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 my bed, a hole will open underneath my bed and literally my body will get sucked through my bed. And sometimes I go into that hole and I end up into places where I see all types of things happening with humanity and so forth. I go into other people's dreams. I see they're going through difficult times. So I open up other doorways and I see, oh, look at this woman here with the blonde hair. She's going through a difficult time. So I go and I give her a hug or I say something to them or I take them to the beach and walk with them and share with them and give them little insights. And then I get little messages on, on, on uh, Instagram where people will say, you were in my dream dream last night, shaman. You, were, you gave me a hug. You gave me a kiss. You sat down with my child. You spoke to me. You walked with me. You said these things. Of course I did because I'm not afraid to open up the perceptions of your places where you rest, where you keep your secrets, where you have your doorways in the spirit world. You see, a shaman can navigate those doorways. A shaman can, when someone's in a coma, can tell you what the person is experiencing in the coma because they see the person talking to them in the room. A shaman can teach you how to access and communicate with your loved ones on the other side and where it makes it easy. A shaman can teach you how to connect with your, with your spirit guides easily and effortlessly because a shaman is fluid. A shaman lives in the place of lightness, of air. A healer is able to understand how to bring healing in your body. They're not healing from a place of, I hope, they're not thinking in their head, I hope this is going to work. They know it's working. And if they know the person isn't getting healed, it's not because of what they did. It's because the person didn't believe in their ability to be healed. So they had put a wall up. So the healer just gave the person and the person wasn't able to allow themselves to experience it because of the fact they put a wall up. But it doesn't mean they're not a healer because they're representing the energy, the air. They fly in, they fly out. You can always tell when someone is being a breath of fresh air because when you're around them, you feel good, you feel light, you feel amazing. I have friends who come over. I have this friend, Megan, who we talk on the phone. She comes over. I have all types of friends who come over who you know, hang out with me. Spend time with me when I'm in town, when I'm in LA, when I'm in New York. I have a friend, my friend YL. I have a friend who comes over and he just makes me laugh all the time. All the time. He makes me laugh. He takes the piss out of me. I say something and he thinks it sounds too whatever and he makes a joke about it and we start laughing. Sometimes I'll be with my team and I'll say something, oh, I'm getting too serious. And they all start laughing. We all start laughing because the thing is, is because the moment we start becoming heavy, the moment where we start becoming too intense, the moment where we start becoming like, I have to bust doors down. I got to grind. I got to hustle. I got to grind. I'm sorry. If you want to hustle and grind and you want to be that plow on that field, you just go right ahead. Be that plow. Be that donkey. 
be whatever it is you feel you need to be in order to get your hustle on. But for me, that's not going to work. Being a breath of fresh air, there is no hustle. There's only energy and alignment and freedom and joy and play and happiness and elation and bliss and pleasure and all of the beautiful energies that represent the frequency of air and light and lightness and litness and being in that space. You think the lit train is on, on, on ground with tracks bar barring it to the ground? No, the lit train is moving in the fields of light. When I tell the tribe, get on that lit train, that lit train is moving in the fields of light. It is not a train where it's sitting on tracks and, and it's heavy, like with heavy, 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 uh, heavy um, material that makes that train heavy that you couldn't pick it up with your hands. No, the lit train is light. It's strong, but it's light. And it's ran by consciousness of all those who get on the lit train. They get filled with that light, that litness, that power. We have to recognize to go beyond the cascading lies that get put in front of us, that, 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 that in the part of our being that you know, gets into that space. We have to get rid of the BL in our life. We have to get rid of the BL. I say down with the BL. Down with the BL. Down with the BL. Let the BL be put to rest. Because now is the time for you to look upon your children, look upon your spouse, look upon the person you're in love with. If you are in love, if you are a man and you are in love with another man, love that man. Love each other with lightness, with air. If you are a woman that loves your man, if you're a man that loves a woman, love each other with lightness, with air. If you're a woman that loves another woman, love with lightness and air. If you're a person who loves yourself, love yourself with lightness and air. If you love other people, love them with lightness and air. You have to be the lightness and air, the lightness and air, the lightness and air. Do you understand? I'm going to say it again. The lightness with air, the lightness with air, the lightness with air. Love in that way. Love free, love free, love free. Free love. It don't have to cost you anything. It doesn't mean you have to punch in some time card and do something for someone or buy something for someone or make sure that person likes you. That's not love. That's slavery. We can't be slaves, baby. We can't be slaves. If you're a slave for love, unshackle yourself. Unhinge yourself. If you're a slave for love, unshackle, unhinge, knock it off. The only person who's keeping you there is you. You got the key in your pocket. Open it up. Open up those shackles. Unhinge yourself. Take yourself out of that barricade. Pull yourself out of that fortress. Open up the gates to that fortress. Open up the gates to that dungeon, to that cage. You are the one who has the capability to do that. And you do it by turning into air. Because when you're air, you can slip right through the bars. Slip right through. Nothing can hold you. Just slip right through. You can't hold the air. You can't hold the air. That's right. 
the air moves and it's it's moving and it moves around and it's it's dancing and it's feeling and bringing lifting people up and it's oh it's everywhere you go i go somewhere i go to a movie theater hi what's your name I go to a place i'm sitting at the soho house hey what's your name my name is bianca hi bianca it's a pleasure to meet you thank you for serving us today the food to my friends and all of us thank you for being here on this planet you're such a beautiful powerful being thank you queen oh what, what's your name my name my name is daryl daryl where do you do daryl daryl i work i go to school and i, I drive uber daryl you know what you're a king you're powerful everything you do everything you touch is going to turn to gold don't you know What's your name? My name is Michael. Michael, what do you do? I surf. I go, what you surf? You go, I have a surf. I surf out in Venice. I go surfing all the time. I surf in different parts of the world. Thank you for surfing and bringing that energy. And every time you surf, you're reminding us about balance and you're reminding us about catching the wave and being comfortable with our emotions. You're teaching us. You're bringing awareness to us. You're bringing joy to us. Thank you. Keep surfing, brother. Shaka Bradaka. That's right. We have to get into that spirit. We have to honor the giant in life. We're not here to play small people. We're here to be giants. Let the giants rise. Let the giants be born. The giants are born from the air. Rise up. You're powerful. Life is beautiful. You're beautiful. I'm beautiful. Everything around you is beautiful. Just take a look. See through the eyes of the eyes that must be seen through, not from the eyes that have been programmed by the matrix. See through the eyes of the eyes that must be seen through, that which is the eyes of love and acceptance, the eyes that sees the possibility in all things, the eyes that is able to see the unconditional love in all beings, the eyes that knows and understands why people go through difficulty and pain and act out of character. And they are not, the, those eyes do not see darkness. Those eyes see transformation. Those eyes speak the words that come out because of what the eyes have seen are words that inspire and delight that lift and shift those those words that come out the mind begins to to bring out messages telepathically that lift and shift because it's air it's opening it's opening it's shifting it's lifting it's rising you know it's realizing it's opening to those higher gates of consciousness and those doorways of consciousness so that you can connect and you can understand the higher levels of where we are and what it means to be a being of light at the highest level is to be lit is to be high up up in the air. We are air. Be the air. Move everywhere and be the air. Move everywhere. 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 Be the air. Care, love, and share. Care, love, and share, people, tribal members. Care, love, and share. Invite, ignite. You understand? When we say invite, ignite, that means that if you are listening to ancient wisdom today and you're getting these shares and you're getting lifted and shifted, why aren't you inviting and igniting? Why aren't you going through your whole entire friends list, no matter your parents or whatever? I have people who said to me, they didn't speak to their mom for a long period of time and they gave their mom a gift of ancient wisdom and they healed their relationship. Why aren't you inviting and igniting? Invite and ignite. It's not just for the friends you think will listen to it or the family members you think will listen to it. It's for everyone. Even if they say, I'm not interested, you just let them sit with that because then that light will shine on them. Eventually, they'll come to ancient wisdom today and get the shares and get the love and be a part of this vibing tribe of powerful leaders. So when I say to you, invite and ignite, 
invite and ignite, my darlings. Go through your friends list. Go through your Facebook list. Go through every single person. Send them personal emails. You know, I really have been listening to a lot of the things you've been talking about recently. And I've been sitting on the breakfast tables, on the lunch tables. I've been, you know, I'm spending time with you that last summer we spent time and all this kind of stuff. And I just, you know, thinking how much I love you. And because I love you, I have to share this with you. You need to come to the tribe so you can get the vibe and stay alive because there's a lot of things happening on the earth and we need to be ready. We are, we are here, the tribe of light, to be ready because when it comes down, we're not going to react. We're going to come in and we're going to exact the exact moment of love and litness into everyone's field of consciousness by our presence alone. That's why you got to invite and ignite someone's birthday comes, I'm going to invite and ignite you. I'm going to have something really beautiful in a box for you. And inside it's going to have something and it's going to say, go join this podcast. That's my gift to you. And you'll see if you go do it, you'll understand what this gift is about. This isn't about listening to someone dictating to you. This is about you being nourished and fed and get full. So that you can go out into the world and radiate and shine and illuminate as leaders. I love you so much, tribe. Love you so, so much that the word love doesn't even describe what I feel for you. Doesn't even describe. Even the word love is is the word I can understand to share with you. What I'm going to do is create a new word that represents love. I'm going to create a new word that represents love. And I'm going to call it Amala. Amala. I am so Amala with you. Amala. Because Amala is what came from spirit just now. As a way to say, you can feel what Amala means. I'm in Amala with you. So if you can feel what that is, because I know you can, just listen to me say it to you. I'm in Amala with you. Amala. And that energy is how I feel. So I Amala you. I'm in Amala with you. I share Amala with you. We are Amala. So if you're not following me on Shaman Durek at Instagram, I'm not quite sure why you're not because there's a lot of powerful messages and you get to connect with me on Instagram live where you get to get pulled in and talk and share and you can like come on live with me. I'm not one of these people who just talks at you. I bring people on because I want to engage. I want to see your face, you know, so come have Amala with me on Instagram. And if you want to level up, level up those powers of yours, go to shamandurek.com, sign up on my newsletter. Uh, the newsletter is going to be taking new shape. I'm going to be offering, uh, soon I'm going to be offering all types of beautiful gifts that you'll only be able to get by signing up on that newsletter. And leave a review on iTunes and invite and ignite. I love you, tribe. And until next time, I'm in a mala with you. Bye.
Hello Tribe, this podcast is sponsored by Four Sigmatic. Four Sigmatic is a natural superfood company that specializes in mushroom-based drinks that benefit our immunity, energy, longevity, and keeping us healthy and enhanced in our lives. Four Sigmatic makes a wide variety of blends, including mushroom coffee, mushroom elixir, hot cacao, matcha, and superfood blends. I believe strongly in this company. I've been taking Four Sigmatic, and it has changed my life. I can't even begin to start my day without a cup of Four Sigmatic in front of me. Right before I meditate or I do anything from speaking engagements to traveling to doing healing on people or just going out in the world and sharing my immense love for this planet and for everyone on it. I feel lit times 1,000. It is literally shifting the energy in my being. I'm talking firing off those synapses, kicking my body into high gear by awakening those electrons, spinning those electrons, getting my body so on point with my focus, my creativity, and my energy. One of the products that I love the most is the Lion's Mane's Coffee. Lion's Mane promotes productivity and focus, and it was known by shamans and monks who take that into their body for meditation, focus, and clarity so they can really tune in to the energies and absorb the knowledge and information that is coming to them from the spirit world. And as you know, on Ancient Wisdom Today, we like to keep it lit all day every day and how do we do that by creating magic and what is magic magic is turning up that energy living our truth honoring who we are and doing what's right for us so that we can live a beautiful powerful easy playful fun joyous and just the most powerful life in this now time so if you don't have four sigmatic on your shelf in your bag, in your briefcase, on the airplane with you, right before you speak, whatever it is that you do, you have to get this. Even for your kids, for your teenagers, pop it in their, in their bag before they go to school. This is the drink that literally makes you think. It is powerful and it is enriched with so many powerful mushrooms and these adaptogens are literally changing the lives of people. And remember, I've talked to you many times before in the past about mushrooms and the networking system of mushrooms when it gets into your body and just really taking your body to a whole new level. So if you're interested in learning more about this amazing company, because I just really want you to know, Tribe, that everything I share with you, I share with you from my heart because I believe in it and I see what it has done for me and my life and all of my friends and family. Go to foursigmatic.com backslash Shaman Durek, and you will get a discount code at your checkout. That's F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C.com backslash Shaman Durek for your 15% off. I love you, tribe. I love you so much. That is the reason why I choose sponsors that are in alignment and authenticity to what this tribe is about. Staying lit, staying focused, staying driven, and changing our planet.
for the good. Love you. Enjoy the share. Bye.